move on to the final verse there uh, in Ephesians 6, verse 4. I don't even know if I gave that to him. I probably didn't. I'll just read it. It's fairly simple and uh, straightforward. Fathers, back to fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Pretty clear. When we, we talk about the, the, the falling apart of the family, I think a lot of it comes right here. Um, when people ask me, how, do, how, did this, how does society turn out like this? I think it comes back to here. The father's not, not fulfilling their role. <clears throat> not loving their mothers as they should and not bringing up the, the children in the, in the uh, training and instruction of the Lord. It's essential. How can we expect children to grow up and be someone that they have no idea how to, to, to be? Um, in my job, I get really frustrated with people. And I have to guard myself against being judgmental and critical of people. <clears throat> One of the things that helps me to do that is ask myself, did they have an example to learn from? You know, because, you know, if, I'm, if I was asked to be a doctor, but I was never trained up to be a doctor, how can I go in and do a surgery or diagnose, you know, people? How can I expect this, whatever age, young man, teenager up to a young man to act like a man of God and make wise decisions, not be selfish when he's had no role. And that kind of helps me through it. But I also try to use those opportunities to share God with them. Not everybody, but the leading of the Holy Spirit. If God provides an opportunity, I try to step up to the plate share an experience about me, encourage them of, of what they can do, and um, do what I can in, in that, with that opportunity. <clears throat> I can't really finish with that verse without fathers do not exasperate your children, or some versions say provoke. Um, I, I can be good at that. <laughs> so that's, that's a struggle sometimes. But the danger in that is how, how, if, if I'm always exasperating or provoking my kids, how can they receive from me? How are they going to take me seriously when I need to tell them something that really matters? Um, can't do it. Another area where I struggle. <clears throat> so, in closing... So we're building foundations as individuals, as families. Why is a strong foundation so important? My last uh, reading for today is going to be Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rains came down, the streams rose, 
and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had a foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built this house on the sand. The rains came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell with a great crash. We spoke about in the, in the beginning about how's your foundation. That was my title. We never really know how good our foundation is until it's tested. There's no easy way around it. <clears throat> if your foundation is not strong enough, you will know it when you're tested. If you could put up the last photo for me, please. Kind of go along with our theme of windmills, okay? I don't know what went wrong in this picture, but something did. Um, obviously, there's other ones still standing, so I'm guessing it didn't wipe out all of them. But this one particular one, something, whether there's corners cut or then follow the, the procedure for, for building that foundation, I don't know. <clears throat> But this can be us. So maybe you've been tested as an individual or as a family. And what do I mean by tested? An unexpected death in a family or someone that you know. A serious or life-threatening illness. Loss of a job. Divorce. You kind of fill in the blank for for the test that, that may come your way. Either has or something that could. It's not usually a question of if, it's, it, it's when. And you need to be prepared. Nobody's ready for that phone call of whatever. <clears throat> if you've experienced a test, how did you or your family handle that? Everybody's hoping there's something going through your mind right now of a, of a test that you've, you've experienced over the well, sometime in your life. Those situations will always be hard, but overall, how did you handle it? Did it devastate you and crush you or your family? Or were you able to stand in the storm? That's, that's the test. If you've put into your foundation, if you've done everything right, not cut any corners, not skimped on anything, you can stand. It doesn't say it'll be easy, but you can stand. And to be honest with you, I didn't even realize the other ones in the background there, but I think that's pretty neat. That probably whatever took this one down, the other one experienced. Or other two. Okay? So, I'd like to encourage you that. If it was just a picture of this one that was down, that might seem overwhelming, but the fact that others could stand should be encouraging to us. So you're the only one that knows what you've put in to your foundation. And we talked about putting into our foundation. First of all, we need to know the Lord. We need to clear away everything else that, that is, is bringing us down, distracting us,
and allowing us to be tempted with sin, it needs to all go. That's the digging out. And once we get that foundation, we, ask, we, ask, we humble ourselves and we ask Jesus to come into our lives, change our lives, submit to Him, ask Him to forgive us and turn away from what our old life and pursue one with Him. And then as we went through the different steps here of, of building that foundation, make it happen. You know, get into the Word, know what it says, and apply it. The knowledge does nothing, to, nothing for you if you don't apply it. Maybe that could be the scenario here. Someone who knew, who knew, the, knew God's Word, but didn't apply it. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the uh, outcome there. <clears throat> so I want to encourage you, maybe, maybe without even a test, you know that your foundation is not adequate. You can still be building on it. You can start today. It's not something, like I said earlier, you don't have to do it alone. You're in a church here full of, of men and women of God that... We're all stronger together if we're strong as individuals. So I want to encourage you in that. So I don't know where you're at today in your walk with, with the Lord. If you're, you're new to the faith or if you've been a Christian for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Just because you've been a, a Christian for a long time doesn't mean you have a solid foundation. But when the the tests come, you'll know. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I'd like to not leave here without giving an opportunity to pray for people if you would like prayer. Um, so, if Courtney, is it okay? Courtney, if you want to come up and we'll just have her pray, or pray play a, a song. And I want to give you an opportunity. Whatever. If you're, if you're that windmill right there, perfect. <laughs> if you're that windmill there, like, you, you know, you've experienced a storm and you need help to kind of, kind of regroup and get refocused and would like some prayer, I'd like to pray for you. If you're one who you know you don't have the foundation that, that you need to withstand a storm or a test of some sort and you like prayer I'd like to pray for you if, if you've got a I mentioned earlier my shed it's got six or eight inches of stone for a foundation if you're trying to build a windmill with that kind of foundation it's not going to stand I'd like to pray for you. So, um, that's all I have. As she put, uh, pray, she's going to need to pray. <laughs> As she goes on to play, and you would like prayer, we'd like to pray for you. Thank you. You know, I just want to encourage us. Would you stand for a minute?
I realize a lot of us are going to Lima, so just take a step back from your schedule. And the role Jay has is law enforcement. He sees a lot of ugly. One thing that he said that really struck home to me, the problem in America today in this world is men got to be men. One of the biggest attacks of the enemy, forgive me, this whole gender thing, it's, 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 it's straight from the gates of hell. You know, we, we see men, we hear the word submission, and my man is brave to bring that scripture here this morning because in today's culture, that submit. Woo! But this is what I do want prayer for. I want to pray for the men. I don't mean to step on your toes, but if you, if you shared that, the Lord really put that on my heart. And I just want, I want to do something bold. I want all the men to come stand up front. So if you are a male, I want you to stand between here and the camera. And I'm going to have Jay pray for you in a minute. Because one of the things that the Lord of the enemy has done is taken away men's confidence that Jesus wants them to lead. And the thing I love about the culture we live in, the church culture, is God is redefining it. It's not the Stone Age where you're going to do it because I'm the man. That's why. I mean, come on. That is, that's not Jesus' heart. I love what Jay said. How did Christ love the church? I think he died for us. So, Jay, would you, would you pray just for an impartation for the men? Father God, I just thank you for each one standing here today. Thank you that they're here in your house to hear your word, to praise you. I'm so thankful for that. But I also know what lies ahead of them when they walk out that door. Your word tells us that men are supposed to be the, the authority figure in charge at home. And everything that we see out there today is trying to take that away. And that authority is not a prideful authority. That's a, that authority is a responsibility that comes on them, on me. Father God, it's so important for these men, men in general, men of God, to be in your word, know what it says, and apply it. When we stand before the Lord, we're responsible for our homes and those in them. So Father God, I ask for each one here today that you would build them up. I pray that you would put in them the desire to know your word to apply it, to love their family. Jesus, like the example you set, to lay their lives down like you did for us. Lord, I know each one here has got different strengths and weaknesses, but Lord God, I pray that you would just come into each one of these men 
Build them up. Build them up. Humbly, not in a prideful way. Help them to lead with humility. Encourage them. Help their wives to support them. Father God, I pray that this morning you'll be doing a mighty work in each one of these men. That testimonies will be pouring out as they walk out the door and get to work in their homes, in their workplaces, in the community. Father God, as this outreach starts in this church, in this community, I pray it be at the leading of the men. And the women would support them and, and follow, Lord God. Help us to lead by example as you have. Father God, I thank you for each one here. In Jesus' name. Okay, now you can sit down. Now, we're going to end the meeting because I do know we have things to do. But I also want to say another thing. Courtney and Jay obeyed the Lord out of their comfort zone. So we're going to officially end the meeting. But if you felt like the Lord has placed something on your heart that you need prayer, you will miss the blessing of God. If you walk out that door without getting prayer, I'm not saying that bad, but it's like if, you know, hey, you want a thousand bucks, you got to stand up and stand on one leg. You don't do it. You ain't getting a thousand bucks. So some of you, I feel like the Lord is, I just feel like this is from God that he wants you to have the confidence that I'm going to go over here that just come on up and just have Jay pray for you. So the Lord, we just thank you for this meeting. Pray that you would bless this amazing congregation. And they all said, amen. So if you feel like God put something on your heart, come get some prayer.